Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. How's it going, dude? I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Tired. Bought a jacket I didn't need. Yeah, a lot of trying on clothes. Yep. Um, before we get into the episode, we'll let's do let's get plugging things out of the way. Uh, what do you got? I don't remember anything offhand. Oh, come to the West Side every Sunday. West yeah. Side Comedy Theater. If you're in LA, get there early. Probably it sells out. It does sell out now, almost yeah. every week. I'll also be at the Comedy Store. I think I'm going on the road with Ari in March and like Brea. Okay, something like that. Nice. I will be at the Parlor Live in Seattle. Not the Bellevue one, but the one downtown Seattle, the new one. February 19th through 21st with Ari. Okay. Yeah. And uh, March 13th and 14th, Fahim Anwar and I are going to co-headline the La Jolla Comedy Store. So we'll switch off closing each night, which is what that means. Then the following week, Tempe Improv, me and Bobby Lee. Um, what else? I feel like there was other stuff. If there is, NickYousef.com. And that's where it'll be. Um, short and sweet. Let's get into what we mean by trying on clothes. Um, Kerndis, do you have any dates that you want to plug real quick? <laughs> Kerndis. <laughs> that's my name now. I was going to introduce her. And then yeah, we didn't even introduce but her. But our guest today. Our guest today <laughs> is Candace Thompson. <laughs> This is my ref- second time. I refer to sometimes as Kerndis Thompson. And that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> or as Candace Candace Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. I enjoy that. Thank you. Thank you for having me back, guys. Yeah, of course. Now, why did we have you back? That's a good question. Yeah. This is Kevin's idea. <clears throat> yeah, tell them. Explain why I'm Well, back. we went to, again, we went to this last year. We went to it again this year. Inspiration LA, which is a vintage clothing fair. And I guess just like art show, kind of. They yeah. kind of build it as both. Mm-hmm. And as you know, if you've listened to our podcast, it's super specific. Dudes who don't just care about jeans, but worry about them. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's the perfect way to do it. They're worried about them. And I thought, like, what I want to, I was curious to see how I, what I would consider a normal person, who, how a normal person would react to what was going on at this particular Yeah. This very thing. specific thing. If you want to know more about it, I guess if you don't know anything, inspirationla.com uh, kind of explains the whole thing. And uh, and you can see pictures of what it looks like there. So yeah. you, it looks like you've walked into the 1940s or 50s. 1940s it's, or 50s. It's all like, heritage Americana type stuff. Yeah. All these different sellers and actual stores will have like, uh, there'll be exhibitors there. So you'll have like a lot, anything from new vintage inspired to actual vintage is there. And uh, and we took Candace, mm-hmm. who you're a stylish person. Yeah, you know how to put I mean, yourself kinda. together. I, I, well, for, can I just please say this because I've been when you said they're worried about it, mm-hmm. the first thing that popped into my head was, is that where distressed denim came from? <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's not really so much the style. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much the mental state of the person who was making the jeans. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I I. I can't call myself stylish. You dress I, well. I dress okay. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know how to put yourself together. Yeah, yeah I Your guess. But colors it's a very, match. You know the whole thing. Thank you, but it's a very easy. Like I don't put really any thought into it, and mm-hmm. but I would like to. Like I would like to spend more time like online on like fashion sites yeah. and be like, okay, this is the the new trend, right? Or and just pay more attention to it. But I. Honestly, I just want to be at the, the point in my life and my career where I have someone do that for me and they just tell me what yeah, to wear. Right. That would be ideal. Yeah, you just call up your stylist. Be like, I got this thing to go to. What do I do? Yes. Right. Yeah. But you, like both of you guys have your own specific style. 
And well, I, you probably I thought it. it was specific till you went to this thing and were and like, then I was oh, like, oh, there's hundreds of you. Bands look, a yeah. herd. Yeah, there were like 80 Kevins and like 80 me's. I told Candace, me and Dean were waiting for you the first day and probably five times in a row. Dean was like, oh, there's Nick. And yeah. it wasn't you. And, and it, it was not me. Yeah, it was either a shorter, taller, fatter, thinner. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Asian. Yeah. If you're like, Asian hey, Nick, what would I look like if I was seven inches shorter? Yeah. If I was 30 pounds heavier? There's a guy for that. There's yeah. like you a had normal average length arms. Right. Yeah. No, without instead of these fucking. Are you gonna rant about that for a second? Were you mad about that? It was pretty. Here's what: if you're tall, you know this. This happens to you all the time. You go to try stuff on, even if it's new shit. But it's yeah. harder with old shit because, and all these like vintage guys go, "Well, this is from 50 years ago. And people were a lot smaller." You're like, I don't know if that was yeah, true. true. Is that really how true? much shorter? So there were no people that were over <laughs> six feet tall. 50 years ago. Abraham Lincoln was six foot four. Yeah. And that was in 18 fucking 50. Maybe it's because people didn't like immigrate as much. So you had, you did have a specific like races of people only inter, like, you know, mating with each other. So they stayed small. Maybe it but wasn't like it wasn't like tiny French people were were like having babies with tall Germans. Germans it just right. wasn't the thing that was happening. I guess not. Yeah, but the, you tried on new ones and it didn't fit. Yeah, I yeah, mean, there's some styles where that shit is supposed to be kind of shorter and boxier. So I tried on like maybe 23 fucking jackets at this one booth, <laughs> and they're all even four, size 42, 44, 46. They're all the sleeves went up to my fucking yeah. elbows. Yeah, that didn't make sense. How was it just getting bigger width wise, but I've, the length of the sleeves just stayed the same? Ask, you know, it's, ask the French workers or <laughs> prisoners that wore the shit. You know, what's sort of interesting. I just realized is that whole style. The whole style of this is 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 masculine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like masculine workwear. But yet, the most common size of it is little people's. It's tiny people. It's like I'm. I. It's perfectly made for me, and I'm average height. Yeah. Five ten away, one hundred and fifty pounds, and my size are the ones that are always gone. Because it's the, the, most the most people popular. are buying them. It's not like big dudes are subscribing to this style of clothing. Right. They're just right. kind of not. It's all like... Because they can't. Well, and also, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing even for if, them. But also, try. like, it's huge with Japanese dudes who aren't the biggest people in the world. At all. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's actually like... It's, it's masculine clothing for the unmasculine man. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. Yeah. That's such an oxymoron. Which makes total sense. It's like I want to sort of compensate. A right. little. At least a little compensate yeah. through. Denim. I mean, there's a whole there's a whole thing now with you know they've now labeled it uh, lumber sexual. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> and uh, and I read a thing about it. It's just about being the the person was it's it's about being he- what's called heteronormative, uh-huh. which is just like for for straight men when straight men do it, it's like I, they, it's like a signal. I am a straight male. I'm a, just a normal straight man who is willing to work for a living. If women want that, here I am. Right. <laughs> so just a guy. A guy. Yeah, just regular, a guy. Regular guy. But they had to label it. Well, yeah. Okay. Now, when you were at this thing, yes. what, did you see your type of guy? Was there like a lot of that or very little? Or you're like, none of these dudes do it for me? Um, here's the thing is I really don't know what my type is. Really? I'm open to a lot of different people. The only, here. And I think even the last time we maybe had talked about this on the last podcast, but I have had a history of just dating black dudes. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. How dare you? It's I, have to, I have to remind these guys that I actually am black. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I have to remind everybody. No, Obama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm black, damn it. I was Negro. <laughs> I love that, by the way, with ethnic minorities, that makes it okay. When you are one and you date your own race, it's like, well, 
I mean, I am that race. It's all right. yeah. But if a white person was like, if a white person, and I've heard that white people say this, they go, I only date white people. People get like, ooh, yeah. like it they're is. being racist. But oh, if yeah. it's a minority, the, totally fine. I think as a mm-hmm. minority, you're kind of trying to protect your numbers to fight the oppressors. Yes. If you, if you dilute the numbers, it's a survival you, you're thing. basically losing your vo- uh, the size of your voting block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. I guess so. But what if it's like, you know, minorities where there's plenty of them? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Asians make up, like, a, know, a third of the fucking world, and there's Lots a lot... of different kinds of Asians. Japanese people like being with Japanese people, you, you know. Right. I don't know. But there, there's, there's that trend of the white guy with the tiny Asian girl. That's yeah. a very popular thing. It really is. Like, I can't tell you the last time I saw two Asian people together, <laughs> male yeah, and female. Yeah, it's not that often. And it, when it is, the Asian girl's never hot. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're getting the leftovers. Can we say that? <laughs> I'll say whatever. You guys can say whatever you want. I'm just I over want. here listening to NPR and not being racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Googling Subarus and Priuses right now. <laughs> just contributing to, you know, a Democratic fund to so now, help schools. I did see some cute guys there, though. Okay. So when you say you don't have a type, is that like you... Because every girl is always like, you got to be over this height. Or you got to be... You know, there's, there's always like two or three things. Like, just, no overweight guy. You have to have hair. You have to have, you know, there's always, like, three or four things that every girl has. I don't need hair. Okay. Two of the last two guys, three guys that I've dated, two but of them But if you date bald. mostly black guys, black guys have, you know, better, they're better That's bald. That's true. Absolutely right. So hair is but not that, true. But, but not to say that I couldn't date a white guy who didn't have hair. Okay. Like, I'm not, I, that doesn't, that's not important to me. Um, I like funny. Okay. But he doesn't need to be funnier than me. Like, yeah. I'm not, women don't have that thing, like that ego, whereas like a man couldn't date a woman who's funnier than them. Like, that's just not a, that's not a popular notion. I think I right. could. You guys might, you guys might be, I'm not saying you guys, but a lot of. I think of, I could. I think I totally could. A lot date of a girl guys funnier than you? Yeah. You wouldn't uh, yeah. be insecure about it? No. I, look, I, I would have a hard time dating a girl who wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, that I found, I had a good sense of humor. I've in, realized I'm a male chuckle fucker. That's. But not for actual comedians no but like people. comedic actresses co- like comedy mm. writers comedians like because you're uh, secure then i need i need someone to be funny yeah i it, like I, agree. I like i like it when when a girl's funny it makes her way more attractive to me and i mean they have to have good taste in comedy too right yeah. like they could find me not funny if they like watched me do stand up i don't like it it's like that's i'm fine with that but as really? long as you like You'd be fine if she didn't i mean it's never funny. happened like, i mean it's not like <laughs> Because you don't want to date a chick who doesn't think no, funny. No, no. I hung out with a girl who knew a lot about comedy and had lots and lots of comedy friends. I knew for a fact she knew exactly how funny I was in reference to other funny people. Right. Like she knew tons about comedy and it was like there was no way she was like, You're the funniest comedian ever. Like legit she knew that wasn't the case. Yeah. And it I I will say it did hurt a little, but it was also fair. I was gonna say it's realistic. I mean, yeah. I don't Yeah. There, there's always gonna be someone funnier than you. Yeah, you know absolutely. What I'm saying? Like, yeah, but you get so you when you date normals, you get used to being their funny, their favorite the, comic. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Well, that, both of you guys are secure, but in addition to that, neither one of you are like a per, a type dudes. Like you're both like not like super masculine dudes. Next, getting defensive. I'm. I'm. You're not a super masculine. No, no, no. Yeah, you know no. that. I no, I mean, can't I, be new information. No, no, not at all. Like <laughs> okay. I have. 
I have my masculine qualities, but of I'm not course. like you're not feminine. But I'm not, not like a type fucking macho. Right. You know, those are the guys that have problems. This is my with chick. I'm hard. Don't stare at my girl. You know, right. like that kind of shit. Or it's like she can't be smarter, funnier, make more money. It's like I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but and that's the thing is like yeah. you and you guys might you guys. I don't, did we talk about this? Are you guys feminists? I mean, I don't know what that exactly. Oh, I'll tell you. Means. Yeah. Go, no, no. Please. <laughs> oh, you going to listen. Please. <laughs> well, all it means, and there's such a there's such a misconception about what feminism is because there has been the stigma that's attached with it. Like you have to be a lesbian and you have to be yeah. like burning your bras and you have to be down with men. That's not the case. All being a feminist is, is that you believe in equal rights for men and women. It's just equality. That's all it is. That's so. Why does that? Why does it have to have the specific label of feminist? It's a terrible name. It should. They it, should never been called that. But it. That's just what it's called. I think, it, and that's in reference to women who, like, originally were fighting for women's rights. Right. You usually, have to yeah. name something when it's being oppressed. Like a group that's being oppressed usually is like, no, we're doing this thing because we're being oppressed. Oppressed. Right. So, yeah. I mean, yes, the name should probably evolve to like humanist or like what? Yeah, like even calling other, it like civil rights, it really was, it was just that's all it is. It was rights, but yeah. they had you know they na- had to name it. It's like a, like someone asked me once, like, why are you for gay marriage? I'm, like, a, I'm, I'm for a, equal rights because I'm not for I'm just like discrimination. Equal. I'm a gender equalist. Yeah, it's all just like <laughs> yeah. If that's a better term for you, yeah. But that's all right. feminism is. But yeah, and I hate that that word gets such a bad rap. But that's and you and from what I've seen from both of you, I think both of you are feminist sure yeah so you wouldn't have a problem with a chick as long as one of these annoying skirts isn't getting in my way yeah get these broads out of my way <laughs> i'm trying to ride my Look, fucking if harley shows up on skirt. time i'm yeah. a feminist in quotes I'm whatever good. you know when i'm not a feminist is when she's cooking in the kitchen with her shoes on <laughs> barefoot damn it how dare you think you own this house what do you oh, tell a woman with two black eyes you told her twice. She, Nothing. Wait. You already told yeah, her twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so stupid. I, yeah. So I guess I guess I'm a feminist. Yeah. You are. Yeah. That makes me. I would say even though <laughs> even though like at the at the, the inspiration thing that the it's all like throwbacky and old timey, which wasn't the most feminist time. Right. Because the women are also stylish too. It's like completely equal. It's like everyone's just dressed up. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah. you look cool. Everyone's got on outfits. So there's not like. It's not. I mean, granted, it's a lot. Most of the clothing's for dudes. Yeah, what? yeah. I guess it was mostly dude clothes. I would say like it was eighty percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, some of the coolest you 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 I, you find, I found myself noticing the cool looking women in their outfits as much. I did too. Oh yeah, you know? there were a lot of like really put, well put together like yeah. hot girls there. I love a high waisted jeans. So do you yeah. like the high waisted yeah. jeans? Oh I yeah. Do. do you do too? Well, I like big fat asses. So high waisted jeans, really. Calm down, now, quick. It's, now it's talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got real deaf jam in here. Oh yeah. Most most people do not like the high waisted jeans. See, I do. Yeah, because it it really just like accentuates the but roundness you, of the big fat round ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love saying it like that because when I say it, it's a positive instead of going, "Ew, look at that fat ass." I just go, "I love a big fat ass." Most white men do not enjoy large asses, and you're I not don't white. Be- I, know I that. don't. I I, I don't white, believe that at all. He's into that. I'm I don't not, believe again, that at all. I said most. Yeah, I do. I don't know. A, I know you were talking about that on stage the other night. My I life, have a whole I've bit about mostly yeah. white dudes, and every single one of them likes big asses. Really, but you're specific. You're down. Things are changing. You're a down white dude. Things are changing with like what what kind what type of woman is like Thank God. hot. You know, I like, think right. maybe it's not that they don't like them. They're a little. They don't know how to deal with them. <laughs> 
Or they're just afraid they to kind of admit it because yeah. most dudes are like, yeah, thin chicks with big tits. That's what it used to be forever. But uh-huh. now it's like, dude, no. The maybe maybe because you're as a, as like a, a white dude in the suburbs, you're surrounded by other white girls. If you're like, I'm into fat asses, they're all like, oh, you don't like us. <laughs> like they're not, they're not a lot of them around. Yeah. They're yeah. getting to be more popular though. Yeah. There's something in the water now. Something is hormones and milk. That in the surgeries. And you just have to you get to a point where you're like, how many more thin girls can be hot? How long before you get numb to that look? Right. You like, know? Then you want, be something you want something now. After all, you're like, ooh, that's a juicier ass than the one before it. Maybe I'm in this. <laughs> What's not yeah. to like about curves? Our pizza's here, guys. I got to pause it. Purse, purse. Okay. All right, we're back. Pizza's good. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to unzip my we're pants. Like, oh. Oh, I'm gonna go put got on the some itis. Sweats. You guys know about the itis, right? The what? The itis? No. What? <laughs> you guys don't know about itis? No. You know what? The people listening right now didn't know there was a pause. So we right. were talking about one thing, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we just went, "It's pizza." Oh, <laughs> pizza is oh, good. Pizza. Yeah. Me unzipping my pants. You guys, yeah. we stopped and ate pizza. Yeah, we were starving. We so had to. One of the best decisions any of us have ever made. <laughs> <laughs> You can no. tell by our voices earlier. Yeah. We're like, yeah, it was inspiration. Now we're like, anyway. Uh, so anyway. Uh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. From oh, re- my God. From what I remember, we were talking about types and that kind of thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But to keep it tied into the expo thing that we went yeah. to. Yes. What is your like, do you have a, a style preference when you see Guys walking down the street. Are you just like, why do fucking guys wear that shit? Or I, I wish all guys were dressed like that. No, I don't. I like when people have their own personal style. Yeah. And if I, as long as I can see that that person has a personal style, mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. I just, there's not anything that I'd be like, unless it's just, unless you just look sloppy. I don't want to see sloppy. And now, we unkempt. saw a couple dudes where we walked, we, we they walked by us and you were like, that's very specific what's going on here. We were, those were two. There's Asian. a couple, they look like howdy duties. Yes. They had on those high pants. Super high waisted jeans. But you like those, you said, right? <laughs> on women. <laughs> <laughs> on girls. High waisted <laughs> I mean, tight these. jeans. I like actually like wearing them. I have to wear them on, in the, the show I work on because it's set in the 50s. They're really comfortable. But, uh, I, could, I would think they'd be uncomfortable. No, they're comfortable. They sit at your waist, so they don't, and they don't. They are, they're above your stomach, so they don't push on your stomach, and then they just fall the rest of the way. They're like loose. Yeah. I know what you're talking about now, because uh, at first I was like, "That sounds uncomfortable." And then I just remembered that my mom just recently bought me some underwear for Christmas, <laughs> and they are high waisted. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're high waisted like wow. cotton underwear, mm-hmm. and. I was like, this actually feels kind of good. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I feel secure. (laughs) And you know what? I was comfortable as shit. So you're right. These dudes, they looked like 1930s cowboys. Mm -hmm. They were very thin. They had little cowboy hats and tight vests. They looked like howdy doody kind of. They looked like howdy doodies. Now, they had very specific style. And I would not mess with that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, he'd be real nice. You're like, you know. This seems so, like a lifestyle I can't. Yeah, I don't want you to look like a character. Yeah. Like, you look like you're on a show at this point. Yeah. And I can't, that I can't. You're going to a theme party or something. Yes. Yeah. Someone tried to get me to flirt with a rockabilly girl once on a show. She was like an extra and she was cute and we were kind of chatting. They're like, ask for a number. And I was like, uh, 
It's just too specific of a lifestyle. <laughs> I know. I love it's that rockabilly work. look. I think girls can look so fucking oh, they hot look so with it. Right. Cute. But then it's like, that's a lot. I mean, how long does it take you to get ready? It's a lot of work. What you kind got of shit rockabilly are you friends for? that are probably not going to like me because oh, I don't yeah. like it? Yeah. Yeah. It's They're going to look much. at you and be like, your jeans are only cuffed half an inch, not six inches. Yeah. <laughs> and then they'd hate you just for that. Yeah, you're like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's like a goth or something. You're like, it's not, look, I go have fun, but like, I don't want to go do that stuff. I'm not going to buy an outfit. So if I go, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. At the thing you love going to. It's at that point, it's not just a wardrobe choice, it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's There's a, a lot whole of. Another yeah. whole nother realm there's a lot of things that they're not even interested like they don't even know music past the 70s probably right and they just go to like they're into steampunk yeah you know well because like you and i outside of this inspirational la thing would people would probably say like you guys have a specific style yeah. but in that building we look we're like all, squares we're kind of general yeah we right. just like we're just wearing clothing like yeah. it's not nearly as specific yeah, as, some of, the as some of the people over there are. we're walking through and people we can hear people whispering like look at the suits you oh, know like you guys <laughs> these corporate assholes you think they were talking about me like i just came in like a regular just like a regular person but i mean mm. if you i felt fit judgment in, did like, i yeah, No, the i felt colors judgment. And, but like yeah. uh, there were a lot of women there that were dressed what i would consider normal like you mm-hmm. but like almost all, all the, dudes. the dudes had a look like yeah. what i noticed it wasn't that People weren't looking at me. Like, I wasn't dressed interestingly enough to be noticed there. I disagree. Okay. Really? I disagree. I saw both of you get checked out more than me. By dudes or girls? By men. Oh, by men, yeah. Yeah, probably probably because the clo- just the clothing and dudes were sizing up each other's jeans. Where'd and you get boots. that denim from? Yeah, where'd yeah. You, it's like the where did he get or what is that a? Mm-hmm. Have I seen that in a magazine? Not yeah. in real life. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that kind of shit. Does mm-hmm. the cuff have red threads? You're, you just kind of look for that stuff. Yeah, you look for weird. Like you always look at watches. Yeah, I look yeah. at people's wrists and their boots and the thread. Like the amount thing. of guys' asses I look at because I want to know what kind of their jeans, jeans they're, they're wearing. Pocket, yeah, it's all yeah yeah. You'd always see me like if a guy walks by, like I'll look down, and then it, it looks like I'm like, oh, and yeah. you're like checking him out. Like, like I'm checking. No, no, it's damn. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, pro- <laughs> I probably <laughs> looked at sixty guys' asses today. Yeah, just going like, are those three sixteens yeah. or Iron Hearts or yeah. what kind of denim? Yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about yeah. denim. That's the thing. It's like it. it it's so Save funny yourself. that it starts <laughs> out as like this masculine pursuit, and the next thing you know, you're straight up looking at dudes' asses all day, and like, <laughs> like your boots. Yeah. <laughs> And you're like, oh, what's the material you're feeling a guy's leg? And you're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like if you had a time machine and brought, like, if you found a guy wearing one of the outfits that we saw today from the actual time period and took him to that convention, you'd be like, what are you, what are you queers doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's this funny business? Yeah. And is it is it just uh, men that take denim so seriously, or are there some women who also? I, you said you have a friend, is right? Which one? A chick who owns a clothing store or oh yeah Is yeah like raggedy threads no it's uh like vintage stuff i mean she does sell denim like mm-hmm. old denim mm-hmm. and like overalls and like that kind of work shirts mm-hmm. i would i would think it's too hard to make raw denim jeans to fit women correctly because of the way women are shaped whereas our, men it's really butts. just straightness yeah and we have but the way women's stuff. jeans have to be made is so specific that doing it in that kind of stiff raw denim doesn't make any sense for them. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few companies that do like small runs of women's denim. But yeah, it's not as common. And, and it's also... And they kind of wear them in a men's style. Yeah, yeah. They're, I mean, they're pretty tight, but not too tight. Yeah. They're a little like high water, you know. But yeah, I mean, women's jeans are like the ones you have on. It's mm-hmm. usually like 
it's form fitting. Like they're usually skin tight, and yeah. if yeah. guys don't wear jeans like that, yeah, oh, yes, you guys do. <laughs> I mean, not as tight as women's jeans. I mean, a lot there of women's are jeans are like out there with skinny jeans on. Thirty percent elastic. Okay, so right. what's his name? <laughs> oh, I'm not saying so? it's bad. I'm no, just saying I'm that's so? the. That's the difference between women's you, jeans and I've guys. I've seen plenty of men out here in leggings. <laughs> Jeggings. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that was an unfortunate trend. It's still there. It's it, not yeah, it's gone not gone yet. away. Don't tell Matt Edgar. Get real sad. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Still yeah. Dudes he does that. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I used to wear pretty tight fucking jeans. Uh, I never had the right proportion to go fully tight, tight. Neither I love did hearing I. Men talk about, <laughs> I, love, I love hearing men talk about their body types. Yeah. I look dumpy in this them. Is, <laughs> But the, there's like, there. I mean, the modern the modern guy thinks differently about. I mean, for the not for the most part, but there's like a percentage of modern men that actually like think about that stuff now and care about how they look. Yes, and are actually like, that makes right, me happy. What the fuck is my inseam? What is my yeah. jacket size? What's my neck? Mm-hmm. You know, they want to know so they can like look good. Right have it more tailored and fitting. And I, yeah. that moment where all of you guys were talking about your cuffs, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I got giddy inside. Did you? Yeah. So why, being able to witness that, yeah. I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. that made me feel good as a feminist. Just because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it did because it, like you guys were having like a vulnerable moment. When you're talking about clothing yeah. and the way you look and your concerns about how did these yeah. look okay and this that it made me feel good. That's what's good about those like events and and going to those stores it's and bringing the genders together. Yeah, and 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 you can talk to like-minded people without yeah. having that like fear of you know people are going to make fun of you and you're just like, yeah, 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 fucking make your dumb jokes, but I really want to know how to cuff these fucking jeans properly. Yeah, no, no, need to well, get them no one, you, you know, know what no one there is going to do go, why would you spend $280 on jeans? It's like literally everyone there is wearing jeans that it's like yeah. it is it's like-minded. We're going to be like, "Oh yeah, get those cuz they're right." right. And they yeah. don't say like, "Well, it's a ripoff. No, they're not. No. I don't yeah. wear them every day, dude. Yeah, and they yeah. last forever. And they At last most people, forever. what people will say is they'll look at that, but how much, there'll be leather jackets there. They're like $1,500, $2,000. And you look at the price, and if that's too much for you, you go, like, oh, okay, yeah. But then you move on. You don't go, what the hell are they thinking? You just Complain go, about oh, well, that's like a, like it's quality. made with horse hide, and yeah. it has all right. this blah, blah, blah. But then you go, that's way out of my price range. Yeah. I'm now going to move on. You don't yeah. sit there and go, these ripoff artists, motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no one does that. We're HQ, so, high quality. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Mal Hall calls it. He'll just say HQ. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, high quality. That's what we were talking about, <laughs> Lululemon one day. Okay, yeah. And I was like, that shit is so expensive. It is. My sister gave me a gift card for $150 for Christmas. Couldn't get uh-huh. anything. To go to Lululemon. All I wanted was two pieces. I just wanted some yoga pants. Yeah. And a, like a, a hoodie. I had to pay $60 out of my own pocket ah, for those two things. Dang. Yeah, yoga pants there are 90 bucks, I think is the is lowest that true? end. Yes, yeah. every piece of wow. every piece of clothing in there is a minimum of like $90. Like I that's was, where it starts. I was going to get a girl uh yoga pants for you like You must have loved it was, her. It was yeah, I did. Uh Christmas or birthday one of the two. I was like, oh, Lululemon, they make like great stuff and yeah, yeah that, that's going to be the place. And I walk in there, lowest end was like 90 100 something bucks mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna leave now. Women, yeah. women worship. I'm going that to Target. Stuff. That's like when I went to free people to try to, to think oh, yeah, I was gonna get a one. hoodie, mm-hmm. and I left angered. Yeah, like I wanted to fight everyone. <laughs> right. The <laughs> guy was like, "Well, you, I go with this T-shirt." He's like, "Oh, it's two ten. I was like, "Sorry." He goes, "Well, it's it's hand screen printing." I, I want to be like, "Motherfucker, I know how screen printing works, and I will knife everyone in here." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> wish you had done that. There's another place called Oak. 
They have uh, one in New York. They just opened one in LA on there Beverly. Was a, there, they were there today, I think. I saw something called Oak. I want to say I saw that too. Yeah. But yeah. I, it might have probably wasn't because Oak is like so modern, it's futuristic. Oh, okay. It's mm. like those, like everything's black and white or right. black or white, and it's weird, yeah. asymmetrical fucking designs and patterns. It's like it the looks Matrix. like Fifth Element shit. I'm going to say the right. Matrix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or the <laughs> Matrix. And that's one of those places too. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a really nice sweater with like a, uh, it's there's a cube on it. It's mm-hmm. a white sweater like whitish gray with a cube and every side of the cube you can see is a different fabric so one part is uh denim another part was corduroy another part was leather right and then i can't remember what the other one was and you're like oh that's a simple cool looking thing i'm gonna get ready to buy this because it can't be more than 60 dollars right and it was like 280 yeah insane and you're like how what no (laughs) <laughs> and you got to leave before you go. Fuck you! you. Get mad, right? It's not worth it. But they That's get insane. it. They pri- the thing is though, most things are priced because they can get it. Oh yeah, yeah. Out here, they can absolutely. The get people it. do. They they if, unless they're dummies, they do market research. They figure out exactly mm-hmm. how much. What are people going to pay? Would I mean, pay when for we it. were looking at those Weiss watches, she was like, "It's about thirty-five hours to make one." Uh huh. And you're like, "Okay, that sounds about right." Yeah. You know, whatever. But yeah, they figure it out. They know they can get it. Yeah, certain in certain things you're like you don't question them as much, like a well-made watch or like a pair of leather boots or a leather jacket. Like you certain, expect that. Yeah, certain materials you're like, yeah, that leather can't be cheap. Yeah, and the wa- parts of a watch and the time it takes. Of course, yeah. that's not going to be an eighty-dollar watch, but like just a sweater. Yeah. You know, with like a fucking cube on it with like... But I don't know, like when it's cashmere, I'm like, this is so soft. It is. If it were cashmere, but it's not. It's like a Russell Athletic. Yeah. You know, you could get one at a Foot Locker. But it had to be, you know, sewn by a human. They couldn't machine it. Probably. Okay. That's that's where you start. That's Anytime a human has to touch it for more than a couple minutes, it gets expensive. Well, was it a white person? Because there's no other reason why it should be this expensive. I don't think so. Although Japanese uh, manufacturing is expensive. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. That's where all these denims made. They're like, it's ch- that used to be like a thing that wasn't good. Now they're like, no, they're made in Japan. You're like, really? Yeah. No. Like these jeans. I buy Mexican sewn only. You see the brown on the inside? Mm-hmm. You know, norm- normally jeans on the inside are white. Mm-hmm. These are mud dyed. So every pair that were made in Japan, they took out into like a, like a kind of a ditch or whatever that they filled with water and the, you know, turned into mud. And they dipped them <laughs> into mud <laughs> to dye them. Candace just made a Felicia so then Rashad when they face. start when these jeans start fading, you can see the brown come through, and that process takes time and da 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 da. So then it ups the price tag, makes them more unique, more in yeah. demand, more wanted. So basically, you got on some muddy pants right now. Yeah, mud dyed strike gold jeans. How much did those cost? Uh, what did I pay, or what did they cost? What did they cost, and then what did you pay? I paid way, way less than what they cost, but the sticker price I think is like four ninety five. Are they Jesus? Something like Strike that. Gold's that much? These ones? Holy shit! Because yeah. the mud dye. Because the that's like that place in Venice that makes them to your body, and you have to go like four uh, times. Stronghold. Stronghold. There's yeah. a place they'll they and make like five hundred dollars. You have to go like I think it's three three. You have to go three times, and they fit. They basically are fit directly to your body they manufacture them there in uh-huh. the store and you go and have jeans made to fit your actual and have you body done that before no because they're 500 bucks <laughs> yeah that's an investment and i can find jeans that fit me for less than that for, and people right. and i had this happen the other day someone texted me and they go hey man i'm looking to get some raw denim but like did it they're too much money then don't buy them 
but no, here's the thing though. Everyone immediately assumes for some reason that all denim like this costs over three hundred dollars or four mm-hmm. or five or whatever. These, these are like the kind of the exception. Most Yeah, they are, you're right. Most are from like one fifty to like two eighty. Which is not totally out of this not world. Insane. You can also the cheapest solution to wanting just the look and slight feel of raw denim is those nineteen sixty nine gap ones. Yeah. Or there's ninety bucks. Mm-hmm. Cheap uh, cheap Mondays, that company too. Mm-hmm. There's also a company called Unbranded. Yeah. So the back leather patch that normally would have like Levi with the brand it's just mm-hmm. blank. There's oh, nothing on mm-hmm. it. There's nothing on the back pockets. And those are like Eighty bucks. Yeah, you can find that look in ex- for less money. You just have to know where to look. Yeah, and they're just not going to be as thick. You know how I noticed the gap makes them cheaper? There's less buttons on their button fly, and there's only three as opposed to four. Yeah. So that right there is that's just less time to make. They're like, you know how we could save money? Not one less button. Right. It's just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're lighter weight. There's, yeah, they're yeah. lighter weight. Because yeah, not everybody and not all the manufacturers, not all the companies are as like kind of elite you know so some yeah. are, can charge more because they are like the at the apex you know they're the guys and then there's other ones that are newer and yeah. like just different they make that and then that's what i noticed a lot of companies this year at inspiration that were newer and were a lower price point they were around yeah. like 200 whereas it always used to be like 350 you know high like that yeah. i think there are a lot more companies now that are learning to do it yeah. And so they're like, well, we can't compete with just on the... We have the same-ish quality. We have to make ourselves a little cheaper. Yeah, there's more of a market. And then people are like, well, if they're charging this much, if we start a denim line and charge less, people will come. Right. Because yeah, it's not... Yeah. So when, when your eyes got all bright when I told you how much these were, that's not all... All the jeans and stuff are not all that not much. Not that much. Yeah. There's a lot of plenty... There's a plenty, sorry, of like affordable ones that are great. They'll look cool. Mm-hmm. They're fucking... They're good. Now... I want to ask both of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comments, concerns. Yeah. When did you realize your affinity for denim? This is for both of you. Feel free to answer. And okay. when did you realize this was going to be become a, a passion of yours? <laughs> a passion and a problem. I started to care my freshman year of college. So this is 1998. Mm-hmm. It was because, like I said, remember I told you about getting my glasses kicked? I got kicked in the face at a No Doubt concert. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was just telling me this. I was there to see Face to Face. I helped a 14-year-old girl try to crowd surf, and she, her legs started kicking when she got on top. She kicked me in the face and broke my glasses. So you got foot to fist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Bam! So, <laughs> there was no doubt I got foot to face. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, I, at that point, I was like, I need more durable glasses. So I got my first pair of like thick black plastic what we would call horn rim glasses yes and then i was like well my clothes don't necessarily match my face anymore and so i i was like well rockabillies wear these kind of stiff jeans now you couldn't buy them then this is before the strokes Mm -hmm. so i think i bought like levi's 517s but i cuffed them because i didn't know how to hem them and i bought them too long yeah so i would cuff them i didn't have boots but that was the first time i started wearing like i get carrying what my jeans looked like Okay. And I wanted that specific style, the kind of like cuffed. What uh, year did you go to college? I started. No, 97. (laughs) I started in 97. (laughs) I graduated in 2000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was way later. Okay. Way later. You were an adult before you started realizing your addiction? But when I first, after I first started caring, there wasn't anything to buy. 
There were yeah. you really couldn't. You could buy old jeans if you wanted like oldish looking Levi's. Mm-hmm. They didn't. No one was making them at the time. Yeah, there was no like raw denim yeah. movement. I I, <laughs> I think in college I heard because my friend Simon Chow was from Japan and he was the first one. He had Levi's five hundred one double X's. And I was like, those are cool jeans. Where'd you get them? He's like, oh, I got them in Japan. They were $500. And I was like, what in God's name? Yeah. And he was the first person I ever remember wearing Red Wings. Okay. He had a pair of black Red Wings with those jeans. And I was like, holy fuck, that look is good. Yeah, yeah, And that was the first I time I saw. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want that. I want that. <laughs> that was the first time I saw that look and was like, oh, I like that. Yeah. But I didn't have the money. Right. I didn't have the money for Red Wings. Oh, yeah. they were yeah. too expensive at the time. I think for me, it was probably like, Ten years ago, I remember Kevin and Bobby talking about this company APC, mm-hmm. who makes their clo- they make clothing, but they also make raw denim. They're probably one of the first ones to popularize it. Maybe mm-hmm. now the owner got in trouble for being a racist. Yeah. So then they were talking about how cool, and Bobby was like, he had two, three pairs, and you know, he was the first among us to really be making a bunch of money. money you know, right? He would get this shit, and he's like a style. He knows clothing and style, mm-hmm. you know. So he got these. Like, here's why these are cool. You know, they like form to your body and they fade and they look awesome. And I was just like, those are fucking amazing. At the time, I was working as a fucking phone guy at the comedy at the store. store. So I was like, well, I will not be able to afford those forever. <laughs> but like, I got kind of more into jeans that looked cool as opposed to just like any pair of leave. Because I, you just think like jeans are just jeans. You put them on. But when you like try different like, fits and sizes and you're like, like oh, is they'll so not th- the case. Yeah. Yeah. They make you look better. Your profile looks better. Oh, yeah. All that. So I got into Levi's and the different kinds. And then I just, when skinny jeans were really popular, all you needed was like blue, black. That's it. You just wear them fucking every other day and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was able to finally get a pair of APCs and I was like, here we go. And then after that, I discovered South Edge. Downhill the, yeah. from there. And then you, it, you turned me on to Self Edge, you and Dean. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty. I was pretty happy with APCs. Yeah, you were totally fine. You're like, totally well, fine. I think I'm done. And then you're like, no, no you're not. Not done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then a whole new world of like fucking cool looking denim that's more comfortable and like fits like this. It's just like a, ultimately a thing to be into that like I don't know. It's just interesting enough, you know. Yeah. It's fashion. I mean, it's all fashion. Yeah, and it's like, you know, work that goes into it, and it's just like, yeah, it's something to be interested in. They almost take it to like a a level of art, you know what I mean? Where it's so well made. It's a hobby. All the people we saw there today, it is their hobby. Yeah. Besides the people that work in those industries, Mm -hmm. the people that were there just to look at stuff, it's like our hobby to like these clothes and kind of look for them and find things we like. It's a hobby. We're like clothing enthusiasts. Yeah. Mm hmm. We just see stuff and we're like, oh, wow, where, where, where was that made? What year is that from? What's mm-hmm. that inspired by? How many, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It's just like an interesting thing. I saw a guy there today and he had on the ripped jeans, mm-hmm. which I think a certain amount of rippage yeah. is <laughs> acceptable for men. Okay. When then it gets to the point where it's too much thigh. <laughs> Yeah, that's a lot. You it's can't, too much thigh. You can't be yeah. showing like half your quad. He dude had it was like this whole chunk was missing. Yeah, that's yeah, weird. On it's both, whole... and I'm like, I don't. When dudes do no. that, they used to do a thing where guys would do that, but they'd almost wear like thermal underwear underneath. That was a big thing in like with yeah. metal guys. Yeah, I, I don't that. mind that. that yeah, that's fine. Like if there's a, if there's a sheath of something underneath. 
Or like a patch that's like the opposite color yes, or whatever. That could look cool. Yeah, that do as you, well. Do you as a person who, uh, uh, of, of color, do you it's find racist. white people's need... <laughs> <laughs> do you find white people's uh, kind of liking nostalgia a little suspect? Because it was so close to racism? Well, because of the time that they're kind of glorifying was not the raddest for everyone else. You know what? I can separate, you know, the two. Because you can say, yeah, there were some shitty things going on at that time. Right. But that was a dope fucking suit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, even though he wore that suit to beat his wife. Everyone looked good. (laughs) He looked good doing it. Yeah. Like. (laughs) Jesus. He was. Yes, he was spraying a black man with a fire hose when he wore that, you know, those pegged jeans at the bottom. Like, but those jeans were cute. Like, they're I mean, I get tricked or like, I'll see a picture of like, you know. Got, uh, uh, black dudes on a march in the 60s. I'm like, these guys look good. Where I'm like, it's probably not the point. <laughs> yeah. Not. They did not feel good. Yeah, like, <laughs> but we're like, dude, what a like, cool man, shirt. Look at how cool they all looked. You yeah. can't deny that it was a cool look. Like, yeah. even though there was terrible things that were happening. Oh, yeah. You just, but still, like. like but I mean, we saw some questionable shit there today. We did. We saw some swastikas. Some. A so, lot of swastikas. Yeah. We saw a the South Will Rise Again banner for sale. Yeah, that was a huge banner. Right I next mean, to our favorite same Prince fucking, T-shirt. Uh, yeah, on the same rack, we had a beautiful shirt, a Prince T-shirt. With yeah. doves. Per, yeah, know. with doves. That the, are like the, the symbols. When doves cry purple Prince yeah. shirt that was $400, yeah. I, I was like, dude, you can't have both. We it talked is a, about yeah. splitting that. Between yeah, the yeah. three of us, so we could share it. I think it was beautiful. I get it on Monday through Friday. It was you guys beautiful. put it on Saturday and Sunday. That seems unfair. That seems <laughs> I'm a woman. Right, that, okay. that seems like reparation. And we are guys, feminists, so we guys, all agree with you. Who's gonna look best in that shirt? True. That's Good you. point. I'll take it every day. You of the would, week. That's <laughs> and I'll I'll leave my scent on it for you guys. Ooh. Ooh. So I get it Saturday. You get it Sunday. I want it one day closer. Your signature scent's pizza. This <laughs> <laughs> shirt smells like pizza. Oh, Candace had it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went hard after that cleanse. <laughs> she just was eating pizza every day. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of questionable shit there. And we saw some, there's two kinds of swastikas you see there. You see the Indian swastika, yes. the Hindu or Navajo swastika. Yes. You also see the Hell's Angel swastika, which they're, the vibes are real diff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> diff. And I was saying to Candace on the way there, the thing I, the thing I have trouble I have trouble with it. I would never wear one. But when, when people, a lot of times when people defend the swastika, they're wearing it to look rebellious, but they, the means by which they defend it is like saying, oh, it's a Hindu symbol that means peace and love. But there's nothing rebellious about a peace and love symbol, so you're actually more referencing the Nazi version of it. Yes. If you're wearing yeah, it if, to look kind of punk and edgy, right. you're not fucking with the, the Hindu version of it. Well, yeah, if, you, if, it's on, if it's sewn onto your denim vest and you get on a fucking motorcycle, you're not promoting the yeah. Hindu, Indian. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard Hindu. I've only heard Indian. It's apparently, I think it's a, I, and I, I'll look it up afterwards. I may be wrong, but I believe it, is, it's a, it, it originated as a Hindu symbol, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've only heard Indian and somewhere in Europe. No, are you thinking Navajo Indian, though? Um, yeah, I'm like I'm no. There. I, I, I I'm I'm almost positive it 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 um, predated that as in like you know East Indian. Okay, yeah. Gotta look this up. But, it, but the weird thing is in we Glendale by my bank, it's on the bottom of the telephone pole. Yes, it's everywhere there. Straight ones, not tilted, but it's around because those poles were put in there in the teens and twenties. Oh wow! 
And it literally was a symbol that means peace. But it's very hard to divorce yourself from that when you look at it. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never... I and because a lot of artists, I look at a lot of different. Like since I'm into, I like like racism. Navajo art. I love racism. <laughs> I love racism. I am a about racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I look at like Navajo art and stuff like that, and it'll pop up, and it's I'm still not used to it. Right. And if you look, and a lot of it's on Instagram. If you look at the comments, someone will be like, "Hey, what's up with Swaska?" And then the other person will be like, "Oh, uh, look it up, man. Know your history." And you're like, "I get it, but also." <laughs> like come on yeah come on like i and me looking at it like you had to point it out to me on so many occasions yeah. you're like oh there's another swastika and i was like i didn't even notice it get this shit it, the they word, make it part of the art yeah. sorry the sorry. word swastika derives from the sanskrit svat swastika whatever which means lucky or auspicious object mm-hmm. yeah so you're wow. right hinduism buddhism and Jan- janism janism or whatever what is that but the way it originally looked is like that yeah and it had like the dots that's in like between a, that's like thing. a gay swastika yeah yeah <laughs> dude the gays what? should take the swastika and rainbow it out yes. and totally Every, change the meaning whatever of it. version you think it, it's already tried to people have been trying to do this there's a happy face version uh, uh, really? Jewish people tried to reclaim it and made like one all the sides were like waving hands and there was like a happy face in the middle that didn't fly no. it's too it was used by too vile of a people yeah, right kill too many people I mean it's just it's like it's it's how did uh, how did Hitler decide that's the, <laughs> that's the know. symbol yeah, that I want where he found it that's no <laughs> that's that logo says exactly what I'm trying to convey. I, I want to say I've read something where he wasn't the one who picked it as a symbol. Someone else who like, you know, one of his people did. used to be like a devout Buddhist something. But then, and you then, know, tilt, let's tilt it three yeah. quarters because it's got like a very strong look. It's got like the sharp borders. Well, and, you got to remember know. Hitler wasn't like when Hitler called himself a Nazi, he didn't realize it was bad. <laughs> he was like, no, we're dope. Yeah. We need a dope symbol. Yeah. This means yeah. prosperity. Let's do this. Yeah, I need like something for luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to help me on this journey. I'm about to, to kill six million people. We're going to need some luck. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to be emperor of the earth, I want yeah. like a lucky object. So. It's, a, it's a shame it means such evil because it's one of the most striking graphic symbols you've ever seen. Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, yeah. visually, the Nazis knew what they were doing. Oh yes, their whoever, whoever their marketing person was. Oh yeah, Hugo Boss made their the original Hugo Boss designed their uniforms. Wow. Wait, what? Really? Hugo Boss, who's been dead forever, he designed the, the initial. Yeah, I mean they they looked wow. sharp, like most militaries do. I yeah, mean, they looked sharp, but like yeah. But anyway, so there was a lot of that there. <laughs> Um, See how we got sucked into justifying all that shit? You're not justifying. You're just acknowledging. You're acknowledging that that, that looks that's sharp. What, that's what I noticed. It, it can get, it can get tricky when you, vi- and I noticed this the most because as a white dude, I can get in trouble the quickest. Out right. of everyone here, <laughs> that like, it you, when you start liking something, like you'll like a a, a kind of drawing mm-hmm. or like a style of art, and then you start. It's like liking like erotica or something. You're like, no, I like it because of this and this and this. But the next thing you're, you're like, did I just buy a thing with a swastika on it? And how's that going to go over? Like, with it's you know, it's the same thing as being able to justify the cost of the jeans within that building. 
Right. Swastikas way more acceptable than outside that building. Right. Yeah. But amongst those people, you didn't see people walking around going, "What the fuck?" Getting all no one was even yeah. mentioning. It's just common. They were there last year. They'll be there next year. They were there this year. But that was like, there's a difference between that and justifying it and saying it's okay. There's people that look at it and go. I understand why that's here. That's not a yeah. racist who has a booth here. See, but I, when I see the Hell's Angels version of it or the biker version of it, right. that version wasn't peaceful. Right. But if you are a, neither was the Nazi one, but yeah. if you are a World War II memorabilia collector or yeah, enthusiast, totally. that is a thing. You w- It would be ridiculous if you didn't include that in yeah. your collection. That's what's tough is when you see like, when you see things that are about that time period, it's like, yeah. how, how does one be like a historian or a collector of things mm-hmm. and want certain things? It's like, if you're obsessed with World War II, or you, you can buy like a Nazi dagger. Right. Stuff's out there right, all the yeah. time. Yeah. So, but it's, I have one. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. I keep it in my back pocket. Yeah. But it's weird. You get, it's weird. You're like, okay, am I supporting this? Not or at am all. I just buy, like, it's, it, it feels like sketchy sometimes. But you have to, you have to be around people that have that specific knowledge. Where it's like, you know, the biker thing was like, it wasn't so much that the bikers were Nazis, it's just like scaring the shit out of people. Right. And, and so that yeah. was, what's this like, okay, what's the scariest symbol available? That one. Right. You know, you're talking world, you know, bikers came out mostly in the 60s. World War II had only been over for like 20 years. Right. That must have been fucking Yeah, and I mean, terrifying. some of those guys were racist and they yeah. adopted Absolutely. that. You no, know, yeah. But if you're, I mean, if you're looking at it just from a historical perspective, yeah. it's not... It, it wouldn't be like shitty to be like, wow, that is a cool looking thing, even yeah. though what it did and what it meant was awful. Yeah. Like you could still be like, I understand where that came from. And if you collected World War II shit, you're like, yeah, I'm, I collect things like from uh, the American side, the Japanese side, the German side, the Russian side. I just know, I knew someone who, a Jewish actor who did a, a like a, Kind of a horror movie that mm. was like a you know an action horror movie, and then the villains were Nazis. Right now, the crew they made like a crew shirt, and the crew shirt had swastikas on it because the villains were Nazis. And this person was still like, "What the fuck? Right, you're right. giving me a crew shirt with swastikas on it? <laughs> right, I'm literally." And this person, they were they were the only like maybe one of the only Jewish people in the movie or or not, you know. And they were just like, you know, this is kind of like I get what we're all doing here, but like, like this is also no crossing the line. Like, this is sort of not all right. It's yeah. vi- but I'm sure to the people who made it, they were like, no, we're making a, a we're making a Nazi action movie, right? But to a person who had relatives who had relatives who were like right. suffered the Holocaust, they're like, no, 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 no. I'm not rocking. I don't this. give a fuck what you're doing, man. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't cool. I'm not wearing. Don't yeah. give it to me. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> give me a, not, a swastika with bling on it. Yeah, like you're like I'm not rocking this. This isn't that cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how many diamonds you put on it? Yeah, it's like not acceptable. <laughs> but I think it, it as as you get farther and farther from World War Two, people's it, people are like there are less people around to be like, hey, you know who wouldn't find that funny? My grandma I never met. Like it's right. it, it gets like less and less. Right. You hear less of that because I've noticed. When I used to, when I started seeing that stuff online, you'd see a lot more stuff in the comment section, like "Hey, dude, that's not cool." And now you almost never do. And a lot of it's because people know, to a certain degree, it is like a symbol that came from somewhere else. Right. But I think a lot of people just don't care anymore. They're like, eh. I mean, that's I don't know. I, you're still putting your own careful perspective on. Totally, it, I am. Like, but I try. I think I try to be careful. I think the further we get, the more people understand as well that it's like it it was a part of history and an ugly one but it was still 
history. Like you're you can't your only option can't be like don't ever buy it. Fucking act like it's not there. Just yeah. when you see it, turn away and be like no, because that's that's worse. That's a worse way of forgetting, as opposed to like continuing to acknowledge like yeah that happened. Right. It was right. awful. But it's there, and to make it go away is worse. It's like taking the N-word out of uh, Huck right. Finn. Right. Doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it the word less shitty. Yeah. Right. It's just there, and it's a part of history, and it's like you shouldn't go around yelling the word into the streets and calling right. minorities biracial epithets, but it's it's in history. Like, right. to erase it is like, is I that's bought, worse. This, yeah, I agree. It's just as bad. Right. Yeah. I bought a Disney book the other day, and it's called Disney during World War II. Oh it's boy! All the, but they took out—they really took out all the gnarly stuff they did. So yeah, I mean, and I found myself looking at the book, being like, "This is a little empty." Yeah, like they took out all the really racist Japanese stuff. Right now, why would they take that out? Well, they're ashamed of it. It's the same reason you don't see our gang on TV. I mean, that's the thing. Like, okay, Disney is probably to a certain degree ashamed of what that—that mm-hmm. that they made. Most of the stuff was really racist towards Japanese people. Oh, yeah. But then if they showed, if they were like the African campaign, they would, you know, the way they drew black Africans right. was unbelievably intense. Now, <laughs> like, intense, that's a nice use. Fucking intense. Uh, now, uh, they're ashamed of that. Right. So from a company perspective, if I was Disney, I'd be like, no, let's take it out because I don't want to remind people that we fucked up really bad. But isn't that the purpose of the book? No. Well, yeah, but they're in, they're in, also in charge of their own history. They're making it themselves. If someone else made a propaganda book about World War II, they'd mm-hmm. be like, Disney made some shockingly horrifying things. Mm-hmm. But I almost think from their perspective, they're like, you know what? We admit we were wrong. I don't want to show this to people. I don't want them to dumb people to think this is okay. Right. right. And so, like, I kind of get, like, why, I kind of get, like, you know, kind of cleaning the bad stuff out of certain things like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't blame a privately held company yeah. that is, is cares about profits, but like to, you know, to say that it's bad that anyone buy it. Like if you saw an old one on eBay, yeah, totally. you're like, dude, you're kind of supporting racism if you buy yeah. that. It's like that is a whole nother world. I always wonder when you see those kind of like old like figurines that are of like Mammy and things like that where they're drawn really super racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's of a very interesting time and that was like oh, yeah. but i don't feel comfortable buying them i, I have don't. like what looks like an old like the man you're talking about like the old aunt jemima yeah yeah i found one of those at a thrift store on the drive down from san francisco one year and it's a piggy bank yeah uh-huh. and i saw it and i was like that is the most racist thing i've ever seen how much is that like <laughs> I can ha- i have it they're like yeah. 10 bucks i'm like give it to me now i, I need Cause, this because every time i look at it i go i still have it like I look at it and I go It's not like in your living room, is it? It's I swear to god it's in in my kitchen sitting like behind like a thing that holds like avocado. So you and Nick go on a date. Yeah. He takes you back to your, his place. You're a woman of color, you walk in, you see that. Would you be like you're collecting an interesting part of racist history because that's fascinating? Or would yeah. you be like, this motherfucker does not know I'm black? But you, if you looked at it like along with everything else in my place, you would never go like, whoa, you're a racist. You'd go, you would look at it and go like, you have that kind of ironically or every, like one of those things where every time you look at it, you go like, God, the past was really fucked up. Curtis? I've <laughs> never had anyone look at that and go like, are you a racist? No, I don't. I, yeah, but your friends know you. Yeah. Right. Like me knowing you now, I wouldn't right. be like, oh my God. Even <laughs> strangers. Like I have a girl, a girl I just met over. Yeah. She would look at it and go like, what the fuck? Where'd you get that? They'd never go like, hey, do you have a problem with black people? 
I don't think, well, here's the thing is I don't think a lot of white people even know what that is. Yeah. And I, I mentioned this because I, my friend Brenda has this family of Mormons mm-hmm. that they're, she's friends with them and nice place in, in the Valley. And we shot some sketches over there. Right. And we go to these people's house and on the counter in the kitchen is a mammy cookie jar. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And she had to tell her <laughs> that they were using it was on the counter. Wow. Yes, I don't and use she my had to tell her <laughs> I don't trust it, it'll steal my money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. She had to, that was brilliant. <laughs> You open up that piggy bank, it's just layaway slips. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate both of you. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Okay, so they're using it as a cookie jar. Yeah, she had to wow. tell them to put it away. She was like, That's "You," crazy. and had to explain it to them why this is not okay. They were just, like, it may have been like a gift. Like my grandma gave me that. Like, yeah, you she did yeah. hand me down, mammy. She did. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, some people like don't. I remember once on this is this isn't Bill Maher's current show, but his old the one before that, politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Spike Lee was on there, and Bill Maher was saying that like racism is this, and this is it's interesting because this is like 15 years ago. He's like racism is mostly gone, and Spike was like, really? Can you go to the market and buy Uncle Ben's rice and Aunt Jemima syrup? And it was like, and everyone Bill Maher yeah. went, Bill Maher went silent like someone pick a cat up by the back of his neck like uh. Hmm. You're right. My yeah. bad. It was like, you're right. Those are two legit. Like, I don't care what you want to call them. Those are two slave mascots. Yes. Right. Those are slave mascots that yes. you can still buy in a store today. Yeah. Ten minutes from now. Today. I could put down this mic and go buy them both right now. I bought some Anjumama syrup the other day. Candice. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I went for the organic. But okay. I saw it sitting there, and I was like, they still have. They that still shit. have that shit today. Yeah, that is weird. It's very weird. And you don't think about it because it's so ingrained that we you've been seeing that since like we were Uncle kids. Ben's yeah, like outfit. Is we di- did. We used to buy, buy, eat that when I was a kid. Yeah, Uncle yeah. Ben's outfit is different now. And Aunt Jemima, I don't think they put a scarf on her head anymore. I don't anymore. think a scarf's on her head. Let's look it up and look up. But it's yeah. it's still. It's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's not gone. See, going to a vintage Americana Expo allows this kind of conversation to happen. Right. I now. I mean that's what I because I. Nostalgia to me, if I'm be, if I'm if I'm gonna put myself to try to be like like hypersensitive, right? right. Hypersensitive to being racist. It's mm-hmm. a, it can be a slippery slope, right? You know what I mean? Because it's that fascination where you you love things that are old and authentic, and you realize the rarity of some of this stuff. You're like, do you know how rare this super racist thing is? So right. you're like, holy shit, these you can't find these anymore. It's like, yeah, but why do you want it? Like, it, you kind of like. You you want it to be just because someone's interested in the time period and it's rare, but part of right. you like, huh? Like okay, right. I don't know. Like it's it's tough. And then but then when you see that that stuff is still available, it all it's it's still a little strange. Hey, Jemima on the pancake box. See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there's like potentially some sort of uh, problem with anything pre civil rights era. I did the dude selling the dude selling the Confederate flag thing. You were like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. like who? Okay. Who wants that? Right. Why? Why do you want to be? And also, by the way, it wasn't old because the the skull running with the flag was a ripoff of the Iron Maiden cover. Yeah, oh, I, that so one did like, not look old. That one looked like it was printed in the nineties. It wasn't that even tattered yeah. looking. Yeah, right. <laughs> that ain't vintage. Yeah, like, and you're like, okay, who do you want? Why did you get it? I get it. Why you got it? It's 
intense looking. Why do you want to sell that? Why you have so much other cool shit? Right. You're just like you just it just sours you a little. Yeah. I, I, even I if the print shirt wasn't four hundred dollars, I was like, I am buying from this dude. Yeah, not from this guy because you part of you. What the guy was a white guy. No, I couldn't tell what ethnicity. He wasn't white. He, wasn't he was white. like Mexican or something. He had like yeah. some. But I lots of I remember lots of Latino rockabillies used to do like wear Confederate flags. They called it Rebel, right? Mm-hmm. And they just called it Rebel, and it wasn't. And they would they would argue the point like, oh no, this isn't racist. It's Rebel culture. Mm-hmm. And so the, so then it was just like being rebellious. It wasn't necessarily. It wasn't political in any way. It or was just like presence. no, we're right. rebels. But what if a white person did that? Oh, fuck that. I mean, I don't know that. I, I think why people do do that, especially in certain parts of the country. Absolutely. And they're, they're main to like, oh, no, it's about freedom. Yeah. That kind of stuff. I mean, that's the thing with symbols is like you can just take it and take it literally or take it historically or you can yeah. repurpose it. Exactly. And, and it's all your own personal perspective. If you've had real problems with the Confederate, the stars and bars or whatever – or with the the swastika, it's like you will look at it and see all the things that it's done negatively to you. But if I else, had, if I had tons like the of money, fa- Mormon family probably mm-hmm. had no. F- there they, was yeah, they didn't have innocent any as day. Yeah. It's here for cookies. Right. Someone comes over and goes, <laughs> "You racist lady. motherfuckers!" <laughs> it's here for cookies. Yeah. She's adorable. Yeah, it's holding our cookies. It's it makes our home happy. You open it up. She just sings Negro spirituals. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. You can hear her like, but it's here for cookies. Yeah. <laughs> and now they know better. Now they're like all right chocolate I would love chips. to go back to that house now and see if they put it back out that's the <laughs> that would be the best house after knowing yeah. the story did yeah. they put it back out there's a part of me as a kid like if i had a lot of money and someone's like you know someone's selling an original general lee from dukes of hazard i'd be like word yeah <laughs> that's that a giant confederate flag on the roof big yeah. time but, but leonard skinner used yeah. to use the yeah. confederate flag <laughs> But I when I see that car all i think is bo and luke getting yeah. in some troubles right. yeah right. yeah <laughs> But think you couldn't do that now. You couldn't have a car with that on there now oh, on yeah, TV. That would, not, that would not work. <laughs> no, sir. That would not be Roscoe okay with Pico a lot of train. people. Roscoe Pico train. What my, was the other one's name? Is my, Cletus? My, Enos. Enos. My sister, I remember that specifically because my sister told on me when I was like, what if you put a P in front of his name? <laughs> she ran and told my parents on me. Daisy Duke. And I'm like, I loved that show. Anatomy. I loved that anatomy. show, man. They were always just on the run in a tiny town from a ti- from a fat sheriff. Boss Hog. Boss Hog. I imagine that show wasn't the biggest with the black community. Probably no. not. No. no, it wasn't. I mean, I remember watching some episodes of it, but it was I don't even remember what it was about. <laughs> I don't I can't think of what it's about now. I don't remember what kind of trouble they were ever in. They were just always being chased. Yeah. But I don't know for what. Yeah. What did there was, they... wasn't there always something about like state lines and I've county never, lines? I've never seen that show. <laughs> I've seen like They always little... had to get I'm in the sure car no and they were always jumping over a bridge and once they jumped the bridge they were in an area where yeah. Boss Hog couldn't arrest couldn't them, anymore. Get them anymore. They were right. always trying to get across county lines, but to, for what I have no idea. And they were always jumping over there was always uh Yeah. It was a bridge. A, a bridge in and, and every episode. And then they got rid of Bo and Luke for a season and they had Coy and Vance. And then mm-hmm. Bo and Luke came back. Some right. some contract shit. I don't remember that at yeah. all. <laughs> so what did you think overall, this whole experience today? What did you think? Did you I, go like... I did enjoy myself. Where? Would I go back? Yes. Would you really? I would. Well, you did get a bag. Now, I bought your ticket. Would you pay to go in and get in? <laughs> it was only 20 bucks, right? Yeah, it was only 20 bucks. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I would 
I felt you warming to it as time went on. At first, you were like, oh. And then <laughs> after about an hour, you were like, I like that. Oh, I like I this. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> you, when you, once you put on that snake hat. I mean, there is a... I did loosen up when I put my Python <laughs> pilots... What is that called? I don't know what a pilot's hat is called. I don't know. The, what the, the leather... Term. It's that leather, it's like, skull... It's the leather thing that you can buckle under your chin. Yeah, yeah I don't know what that's called. you can wear the Python goggles one. over. Oh, yeah. can you please text me that picture, please? Oh, it's going to be the Instagram image for this episode. Okay, oh, but yeah. I, I also need it for yeah. myself. Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, there is a friendliness in the air there, because people are... They are trying yes. to sell stuff, and there's, like... What's nice about that world is there it, it is a community. So there are people that like, you know, vintage people, like they know each other. They cross paths, mm-hmm. they talk, they become friendly. Mm-hmm. Those denim guys, the leather jacket people, they all like, they like each other's shit. So it's like, I do denim, you do leather. We're not really competing, but we respect each other's uh-huh. work. We're, Everyone's we're like artists. Yeah. I've, I've seen so many people that will be walking. They'll run in. Hey, they'll start talking. Come check out my thing. Have you seen so-and-so's whatever? And they'll, you know, they'll do that. It was good energy in there. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I really did. I got a fanny pack. You did. Wow. Was it going You saw this? a black leathersman. <laughs> leatherman. Oh, yeah. We can't figure out what to call someone who makes leather goods. Are they a leather worker? Are they a leatherman? A, I don't know. Leathersmith. A leathersmith? Leatherman. I leather... think it might be leathersmith. That sounds... I like the way that Maybe. rolls off my tongue. Yeah. There's got to be a word for it. There has to be. What do they have on their business card? Oh, I didn't. I put it. It's at my place. Oh, that leather business card was dead. That's I saved that's, it. That's that's sick. A le- yeah. Leatherman sounds right. But yeah, Leatherman know. sounds good, and so does Leathersmith. Yeah, there's got to be a name for it, right? Yeah, because there are people that do do that for a living, and they yeah. have to have some name. They have a title. Everybody has a title. Yeah, great. I've known so yeah, overall, I I thoroughly. If I could yelp about this right now, <laughs> about this play, the mm-hmm. okay. the only thing that I would say. For me, and this is just for me, is that, you know, I can't afford a bunch of that stuff. So Neither can I. <laughs> I would say four out of five stars just because I couldn't enjoy it like the way I would love to walk in there and be like, I want this and this and this mm-hmm. and I could yeah. walk like in I think real world walk us, out with it. You and I both go there with the intention of buying like one thing. Right. Yeah. I had a budget. I was like, yeah. I don't want to spend over $200. Right. I'm going to buy one thing. Like, you, you know, because it can get out of control oh, yeah. real quick there. Mm-hmm. You last year spend. I didn't buy anything, but I had a great time. Oh, this you didn't year, anything last year? I, this year I bought one bag, fifty bucks. Last year so I bought a skateboard. Purse. Yes, my man purse. <laughs> I we bought a feminist purse. <laughs> yes. No, you inside b- women's equality. It's actually called. It's called an equal rights satchel. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Your pussy purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your satchel. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I. Bu- I bought a jacket and a skateboard last year. This year I bought the same jacket in a different color. Those work shirts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. Even if you don't buy, if things are expensive, it's like if you would, you wouldn't go to a museum or like an art gallery really thinking I'm going to buy art every time because right. a lot of certain people can be right. very expensive, but yeah. you still enjoy the, being yeah, there. The That's how I view those The experience of it, yeah, yeah, was definitely Yeah, I go to just the visual, the visual stimulation is what I go for. Yeah. I just, went for the... Uh, Cocaine. Smell of leather, cocaine. No, oh, sorry. The, the smell leather. of leather. The leather smell. It is nice. It smells so good. Oh, yeah, new leather smells really it's amazing. And the best coffee I've ever had. Yeah, now Castle I'm mad I Coffee didn't have some. Roasters. That was. I put it in my mouth. I literally went, "Oh my god!" Here's the thing, though. Kevin messaging Starbucks. Yeah. So it was pretty good coffee. Where on the coffee level is that place? On a scale of one to ten, it was probably like a six and a half. I really? I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was so delicious. You like Starbucks? 
I just that's where I go. Convenience. Convenience. Oh. Well then yeah. I I'll give that to him. I, I never just, I drank like Starbucks. I never I didn't start drinking coffee for the taste. I only started drinking it for the caffeine. Yeah. So And they've got plenty of that. They've got plenty oh, of yeah. that. They remember my name. Sometimes they make the drink before I walk in. Oh really? And so that's why I'm loyal to the Starbucks in oh. Atwater Village. Well, I go to the places that are like crazy. I know. Yeah. We all follow you on Instagram. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I have no shame about posting. I'm surprised. Why don't they have a coffee convention like what we just went to today? I went to something kind of like that last year. I was going to say, if anybody knows Downtown. About it, it and it Nick. was uh, a barista competition exhibit oh. thing. And they were like, there was a barista competition going on in the front. And the back, they set up a giant coffee bar. And they had different baristas from uh, the places that were competing, so all over the Pacific, Northwest, and Southwest, and local coffee shops in the area, all taking turns making drinks that were on the house. Wow. Yeah, yeah like a chili cook-off before coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much what it was. Problem I, is, if you went to that, you get so worked up, you might have a heart attack. Yeah, I, I can't don't imagine remember you have if you much could of buy it could you actually have before yeah. you... Yeah. But that's like... Bur- I mean, the coffee thing is becoming so big that there are just more and more of those like barista challenges and mm-hmm. you know like that kind of it's shit very That's easy to find good coffee now especially in a city oh, yeah. like la oh yeah, yeah. way easier because yeah. those roasters are doing so much more that you could open a coffee shop now and not even have to roast your own coffee you could just use beans from Someone you know else's. somewhere yeah. right and then you could be selling amazing coffee in like a you know you could have a super small place you could yeah. just spend all your time working on your swastika logo exactly yeah for your coffee company oh. <laughs> exactly Peace and tranquility beans. uh, (laughs) What's your favorite coffee out here, Nick? Um, Probably this place, this new place called Dinosaur Coffee. He told me about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I follow them on Instagram. Haven't gone yet. It's good. They use four barrel coffee, which is from San Francisco. What does four barrel mean? The the name of the the place. There might be a meaning behind why four barrel. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Uh, Intelligentsia is very good. Mm-hmm. I have an even though it's reputation, people like it's smarmy hipstery douche. See, I've the had Intelligentsia great. and I liked Castle better. Okay, I've got the same thing at both places. Okay, Stumptown. You get Stumptown. Stumptown's Wait. good. Mm-hmm. I get it. I got it iced at Intelligentsia. That may have changed the taste. It does change things. Okay, game changer. Game changer. Um, so yeah, shake in- your head at me, Candice. Intelligentsia <laughs> is good. Um, oh, <laughs> There's a place called Cafe Americano on on Vine and Melrose. That's probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah, the guy's really great. There's also a place called Go Get 'Em Tiger on Larchmont, just south of Beverly. I used to live right by Larchmont. Their espresso there. is fucking so goddamn good. Hmm. What's it called? Go Get 'Em Tiger. Go Get 'Em Tiger good on name. Larchmont. I'll have to yeah, it is a good name. It's a fun name. Did you yeah. see the PF Flyer sneakers at the thing today? Oh, I did. We liked those. Think? I think I may fuck with those. They were pretty good. They had a pair of burgundy high tops that were really cool. Ooh. We liked those. And the soles really thick. I'm into yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. They look good. I think because yeah. I, I, they carry those at Self Edge, so I may fuck with them if they get those. Yeah, do it. Cool though. All right, we gotta we gotta wrap. Okay. It. Thanks, Candice. Thank Aww. you for coming. We're glad you had fun, and we're glad you liked it. I did. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. I don't know good. what you guys were thinking because you invited me because I was supposed to be the normal person. Yeah, yeah, and we weren't sure All whether right. you're going to have a lot of judgments or you were. So, no, that was actually cool, no. and because now you like people can listen to this and go, okay, she went to it not being into that culture, not yeah. knowing a lot, and she had fun. You see this tattoo on my arm? What is it? Uh, long long story short, this is Nelson Mandela's birth name. I okay. did not get it because of that. Um, long story short, it this is my like for me to remember to never judge. Oh, what is it? What does it say? It's uh, his name. His Nelson Mandela's birth name is Roli Lala. Okay, and that's what that says. And I got 
he, I don't know if you guys know this, but he had a son that actually died of AIDS. Okay. And a lot of people didn't know that. And hmm. when he, when he did die, he was very vocal about it. He didn't care that people knew that he had AIDS and he just was the whole, his whole thing was not to judge people yeah. and to like, let's fix this problem and stop worrying about how he got AIDS. Was right. he gay? Did he, whatever. Um, so I was like that, that meant something to me when I read that. And I was like, wow, for someone to be like that, uh, huge of a like status symbol and for someone to, to mean that much to like a whole race of people and to do so much change that he did in Africa in South Africa. So I was like that, like that to me was the whole thing. Like I had been working on since I was like a kid, I grew up in a very, like my mom was super judgmental still is. Yeah. And that was, I would always like never put myself in someone else's shoes when I was growing up. So I just wanted something on me to remember to never judge anybody. So yeah. Wow. So yeah, when, when, no way I'm not judging. I, I go in get, there with an open, as open as a mind. Full tat. My my latest tattoo. I got a while ago, like six months ago. A cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Kevin's face. Can I, I see the tattoo? Or is it too much I'll to show, take it off? I'll show it to you. In a minute. Okay. Mine's just a swastika. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect. And on that super judgmental that, no. note. No. <laughs> Thank you this. again. That's a great way to end that. Yeah. Don't be judgmental and fu- yeah. That's yeah. a great story behind a tattoo. Thank Not, you. Yeah. Thank you again for doing this. Thank you for having me. I love you guys. I love you too.